welcome to News from the Breach, a Dragon Prince podcast. I'm here with Yannick. Yay! And I'm Kaylee. Hi. <laughs> um, and today we're moving on to the second season of the Dragon Prince, um, Book Sky. Um, and we're going to talk about chapter one and chapter two. So I'm just going to do a short synopsis of both uh, chapters and then we'll get on with talking about it. Chapter one, a secret and a spark. The High Council opposes Viren's plea to call on the Pentarchy, a summit of the five human kingdoms. He steals the king's seal in order to be able to do so. Rayla, Callum, Ezrin and Ellis recuperate with Lu Jane. She shows Callum the places of power of the Moonshadow Elves and tells him that as a human he can't do magic without a primal stone. Zim tries and fails to fly and on patrol Rayla is ambushed by Claudia and Sorin. And chapter 2, Half Moon Lies. Viren interrogates his magic mirror but learns nothing. Callum stops the fight between Rayla and Sorin. Claudia and Sorin attempt to persuade the princes to return with them. On Viren's orders, Sorin attempts to engineer an accident for Ezrin, but fails because of Rayla. Callum, uh, though seized by his crush on Claudia, rejects her offer to learn dark magic. On a moonlit date, they almost kiss until Claudia reveals that Harrow has died. So sad. So sad. Yeah. But I <sighs> like the rhyme in the first synopsis. The rhyme? Yeah. <laughs> Which part? <laughs> I think this was the first sentence. First and second. Ah, that was completely unintentional. <laughs> Unless the person that wrote, wrote it on Wikipedia did it on purpose. <laughs> but I did change it a little bit. I changed it. I put plea in there. So plea and pentarchy was that ah, the, the rhyme. So you were weird. I did change rhyme. it a little bit. Yeah. I can be proud of myself. <laughs> the rhyme master. Okay. Or rhyme lord. Rhyme <laughs> Sounds like a very uh, bizarre job, <laughs> yeah. Rhyme Lord. But it sounds a bit like Crime Lord. I don't really want to be mixed up in that. <laughs> or Crow Lord. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Well, the Crow Master. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I want to talk about um, our team Zim first, maybe. Mm -hmm. Or should we talk about... So there are three story arcs in mm. the first chapter. The first one is Amaya. Again, you, we see her again, mm -hmm. finally. <laughs> uh, then we see, we, we have Team Sim and we have Viren. Yeah. I mean, we could decide to just get Viren out of the way. Because, yeah. you know, it's Viren. Yeah, yeah. But maybe maybe we do Amaya, Viren, and then get back to the the... Okay. Team of heroes. Yeah. Because with Amaya at the beginning, we get this really dramatic beginning. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. We don't get the usual, uh, what happened last time on the Dragon Prince, and then the main title and stuff. We just go to... Or, or yeah, what? Or sleeping heroes. True. Yeah. Yeah. So 
yeah, it dives straight into the the map um, and into the breach where we find Amaya on her horse. Um, and she has this fight with some Sunfire Elves. Mm-hmm. And I watched this really exactly because um, it was a little bit confusing because three elves show up and mm-hmm. then she fights all three of them off mm-hmm. and then another one appears. Exactly. Yeah. But the first time I thought that um, it was just three. Ah, okay. And I kind of okay. missed one of them being shoved off the cliff because it was like yeah. not very dramatic. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we see two of them really launched like into the lava and one of them mm. just kind of falls. <laughs> just, <Yeah>. Bye! <laughs> nice knowing you. By the way, this is uh, actually also the first time we see Sunfire Elves, right? could be actually yeah no. seeing them kind of in person we've heard of them yeah through the sunforge blade that we saw in a previous episode yeah but yeah yeah i think you're right yeah but we don't know anything about them yet uh, not the names any uh, not anything mm-hmm. but uh they have really awesome swords well Actually, only the last one, the fourth one, ah, yeah, yeah, okay, has okay, the amazing true. sword. Yeah. They do have, yeah. like, you know, pretty big, impressive swords. But mm-hmm. um, uh, the fourth one is the only one with a sunforge blade. Yeah, yeah. true. Um, and the fourth one, I know her name, but I'm not going to reveal it yet. <laughs> Cuts Amaya's sword in half. Yeah, so it, it blade melted her sword, actually. Yeah, and then it was in two pieces, and Amaya just yeah. like threw the other half <laughs> at her. And then it's like, fine, you broke my sword here. <laughs> Have it. Have it. Um, but did yeah. you see how strong Amaya's shield was? Yeah. Even, yeah. even against the crazy blade, mm. it didn't even scratch it. So maybe the uh, shield is also forged by some other thing or magic. Yeah, I was also thinking that. It's like, it's obviously really well crafted. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe it's like an artifact from some kind of elf clan or something. But yeah. y- you'd think it would have to have some magic in it to to deal with that kind of, with that kind of sword. But it was quite intense, True. their fight. True. Yeah. And then, yeah, she she uh, wins over the unknown elf. Mm-hmm. And she rides on or goes on? I don't remember. Yeah, she uh, she then rides away on her horse. Okay. So the horse is still with her. Hmm. But okay. I don't know there if she just decides that it's too much to keep fighting with her against the Sunforge Blade and then mm. rides off or... If it's kind of a respect thing, like, okay, I already pushed three of you into the lava, you can go. (laughs) Or, you know, we don't know what her thought process was there. Yeah. Because actually, Amaya's so good with her shield, maybe she could have taken her, even though she'd lost her sword and stuff. Yeah. It's already silent. And yeah, it's a a good intro, I think. Yeah, it's really exciting. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so let's jump uh, onto Viren's story uh, to get it out of the way. 
because he he's with the council trying to get uh, them to write a letter to the Pentarchy mm-hmm. and call a summit. And one thing I noticed was just as it's cutting to him, we were with the heroes, and then it was cutting to him and Viren starts talking about uh, dragons getting more terrifying every day, mm-hmm. uh, war mm-hmm. dragons flying yeah. in the clouds. And as he says it, they are on Zim's face, like the cutest mm. dragon, <laughs> this tiny baby yeah. dragon. And I found that um, really clever that they had his voice then over over the cute baby dragon face. Yeah, true. Yeah, it's also in my notes. So he is anti-dragons. Uh, actually, it's just one tiny dragon. Mm-hmm. And he's over-exaggerating everything and obviously lying to the pentarchy and everything. Yeah, where has he been getting reports of dragons in the clouds? Yeah. We didn't manage to get a letter from Amaya, though, this time, because he mentions oh. that he got a letter from her re- reporting elven forces at the breach, gathering on the Zadian side. And also lying. <laughs> yeah, and Apelli's pretty hard with him. They're just like, no, we're not going to summon uh, summon the Pentaki because uh, only a king or queen can do that. Yeah. First, we have to find the the princess. Yeah, I like that she's so strict with him. <laughs> she doesn't yeah. l- let him push her over or something. Yeah, she was also the the one at the funeral to say that's not how we do this. Yeah, she seems to be the most confident one in terms of telling him and mm-hmm. calling him on his bullshit. The other members of the council or whatever. They are. They sometimes say stuff, but it's not. It's not hard enough. Like they don't, don't really trust themselves or something, which is a shame. So she she says uh, actually, really kind of, meaningfully that without the king's seal, mm-hmm. she doesn't think the other, human kingdoms would even open a letter. So that already leads us in to the next, <laughs> the next scene. Yeah. Um. With Viren looking around Harrow's room and finding mm-hmm. the seal in a drawer. <laughs> How lucky for finding. him. Finding. <laughs> finding it, yeah. Yeah. So now he has the king's seal. He can basically do whatever he wants. Yeah, he can write a letter to anyone with everything in it and has absolute power letter-wise. Hmm. It's a bit of a fail on the part of uh, the Catullus Council that they didn't take the seal and put it somewhere yeah, safe until there's a true. new king. It should yeah, be like true. in the box where the crown is or something, <laughs> not just yeah. in, in... A, in a safe or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he looked a little bit uh, when he entered the room, he looked a little bit uh, as he would have uh, PTSD or something. So, uh, like, yeah, battle issues or whatever. Mm. So he looked at the picture of Harrow and family and he looked kind of sad. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think he misses his friend, you know? <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. not completely made of stone. But it seems like he wanted to find the seal and that's why he went in there. Exactly. So he saw the picture, he was sad, he missed his friend... But he stole the seal, uh, the, the wax stamp. Anyway, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, I know. Yeah, Shit. he's still gonna go through with his his shitty plan. <laughs> yeah. But the uh, the cool thing that comes out of this is that we get introduced to the Crow Master, mm-hmm. which is really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is one of my favorite characters. It's very cool. He he has a cool um, earring. He does, yeah. Yeah. And he has doesn't he have like black painted fingernails as well? Yeah, true, true, yeah, yeah, yeah true, yeah. He, so he's uh, he's the goth, uh... <laughs> the goth of the castle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's it's fitting to his job, you know, crow master, master of crows. So like a uh, like a male witch or something. Hmm. Yeah. With yeah, it works. painted fingernails and everything. Yeah. Hmm. And yeah, already kind of skipping ahead a little bit, but in the in the credits as well, there's a a picture of him um, with like a crazy kind of monster crow shadow as well which is interesting i don't know what yeah that uh yeah th- that was really cool because it looked like the crow um lord actually yeah the the crow lord in in human form in the shadow behind him so it's really mysterious hmm. but so fitting yeah okay when we talk about it uh so it was the last outro picture and he's whistling and writing something in a book with yeah. um, letters around him and the crow lord is just standing behind him it's it's not a shadow it doesn't look like a shadow it's the actually crow lord so yeah hmm. really mysterious and cool what does it mean <laughs> yeah but the the whole scene is really funny with uh, with Viren walking in and um <laughs> crow lord crow lord is <laughs> being such such an ass about the whole thing I'm like i'm sorry the crow lord's not here <laughs> i'm the crow master <laughs> yeah. like okay it's like an assistant crow lord i just got promoted and then when he's refusing to send the letters and Viren's like, okay, you just got a promotion, yes? You want to do yeah. a good job, yes? <laughs> it's like really patronizing. Um, but then he threatens to kill him if he doesn't send the letters. So I mean, No, no he, he actually doesn't threaten him. He just says, uh, you know, like the, the crow master said before, so the, king's, uh, the king is, you know, I can't do this. Mm-hmm. And then he, uh, the the Rurin says in an angry voice, "Then you are, you know, yeah. If you don't do this, yeah, you'll be, you know." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think I would have also maybe given in to Virin at that point. Mm-hmm. He's quite a scary man. But he didn't have uh, black eyes or something. No. So he was. He already had his breakfast. <laughs> True. <laughs> His butterfly breakfast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he doesn't need need to always use his magic because he's just scary anyway. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Especially to newly promoted crow masters. <laughs> yes. All right then. He's also super old, right? <laughs> yeah, when you see his true face, yeah. Yeah. Okay. His normal face? I don't know. He doesn't seem that old. But, yeah, um, not not with his normal face, but with the dark face, whatever. Hmm. He looks like the uh, the Night King in 
Game of Thrones. True. A little bit. <laughs> really does. <laughs> Okay, so we've done with the Viren arc. So should we get back to our heroes? Yeah. Uh, we get a monologue from Callum, kind of giving us a <laughs> a roundup of everything that's happened already, which is very handy. It's it's also really cute. <laughs> it is. <laughs> um, but it's in the form of a, a, a letter to King Harrow. Mm-hmm. And yeah... But it is really nice. And I remember watching the first... When I watched the second season the first time, I had been waiting since since the release of the first season to watch the second one. So it was nice, a really nice introduction back into the story. Yeah, true, true. Mm. But also, uh, so when uh, Rayla revealed that she was uh, standing behind him, Mm -hmm. because uh, he said something about, yeah, quite daring uh, elf or whatever. It it looked a little bit like romance stuff, you know? They were flirting a bit, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I would say I'm quite daring. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he was saying, like, she's brave and she's our friend now and stuff. Yeah. You're right, there's a bit of something going on there. Yeah. He doesn't know about the king. Mm-hmm. And he has still hope. So. Yeah. That, that's why he's writing him. Yeah, it's nice that he's writing a letter, actually. But it just kind of um, really underlines Rayla's guilt about not having told him. True. I think uh, I think that's basically one of the overarching themes of both of these chapters, is Harrow's death and how mm-hmm. the boys still don't know anything about it. Yeah, true. And Rayla's trying to build herself up to telling him, I guess. Um, yeah, at the end of the scene, we also see Zim chasing a moon moth around, which is also very cute. <laughs> there must be a lot of moon moths at the... What's it called? Moon Nexus. The Nexus, yeah. Mm-hmm. True. And so we get to see some more moon magic in the form of a delicious dinner. Mm-hmm. But also we, we uh, learn the name of Fifi. So, uh, yeah, we spoiled... Uh, you in the first in the, in the last uh, episode and yeah now we learn the name in the chapter it's a phoenix phoenix and yeah the name is Fifi and Alice is like you named her Fifi <laughs> and Lou Jane's so serious when she explains yeah it's phoenix phoenix <laughs> why wouldn't I name my phoenix 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 <laughs> Yeah, and they're eating this food, and Rayla's excited to have her hand working again, and she mm-hmm. even does some jazz hands. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Super Which is cute. really nice. But she makes it clear that she wants to leave, that they shouldn't stay any longer. And Lou Jane agrees with her. I mean, we saw in the last chapter as well that Lou Jane noticed the fluffy tracking spell that fell all over the, them. The purple wisps. The purple wisps, yeah. yeah. And that she's also worried about them and who's who's after them. But Callum really wants to learn some moon magic and Ez really wants to teach them to fly. Yeah. So that's what happens for the for the remainder of the episode. I, I also in this scene uh, I also like uh, the including of the animals all the time, really. Yeah, much. true. 
So uh, Rayla, for example, it says, it's good to have a working hand again. Sorry, Ava. Mm -hmm. And uh, also they interact with each other. So Sim is looking up from the, from the food bowl uh, or Fifi. And uh, yeah, it's it's really cool cool that they include uh, everything, every, yeah, you're every right. living being. Yeah, yeah. And when uh, Lou Jane invites them to sit down for dinner, she's like, "All human people sit over here, and all people with three legs or more go over there." <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And at some point, <laughs> doesn't Zim flip over his food bowl onto onto bait as well? Yeah, Bates really not happy about it. <laughs> we have this like true. kind of love hate relationship going on with uh, with Zim and Bate at this point. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, Bate's just really grumbly the whole time. I I think Bate is just jealous. Yeah, know? because Definitely. as is um, having more bonding time with Zim uh, mm -hmm. because he's new and cute. Mm -hmm. <laughs> And uh, I think Bait is just jealous. Yeah. But we have these points where when when Ez is trying to teach Zim how to fly and Zim is on top of this rock and he's like, come on, Zim, just jump down, you know? And at that point, Bait keeps grumbling and it seems like it's because he's worried about him jumping down. Ah, okay. But I'm not sure, like, I was trying to interpret it, but <laughs> it could also have been like, oh, what are you doing? I want to spend time with you. But it seemed, it seemed like worry to me. But then ah, okay. when Ez is running around with Zim in the air and saying, this is what it feels like flying and <laughs> when you're flying, and then he throws him into the bush and he's like, oh no, I killed the dragon prince. <laughs> How could I? <laughs> ah. And in that moment, uh, Bait is then really seems really unhappy that Zim isn't dead. <laughs> so I think it goes a little bit both ways. He would kind of be happy if he was gone, but if he's there, he's like, oh, little yeah. baby dragon, don't hurt yourself. But get away from me. <laughs> I don't know. Who knows what Bates really thinking? Yeah. Well, as probably with yeah. his special skills. Uh, okay, <laughs> sorry, went off on a tangent there. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. So what what else do we have going on? Uh, we have Lou Jane showing the Moonhenge to Callum, and she uses a special spell for that. Historia Viventum. Yeah, that's uh, that's a really cool spell. Yeah. Yeah, it's really cool, and the, you see the people as well, and what the place used to look like. Mm -hmm. And then she explains a little bit, like that the elves used to use this at the power of the nexus, and they could even open a gate into another plane, which sounds mm -hmm. interesting. Like, is it another dimension? Like, who knows? Something interesting. But then they all destroyed it with this war with the humans, so that the humans couldn't use it. I'm not quite sure of the logic mm. yeah I don't know but they're still protecting it even though it's uh, kind of ruined and and also Callum asks her if people do find it what she does to them if she like kills them or something and she tells him that uh, making people crazy with illusions is much more fun than just killing them <laughs> true yeah 
She's a very and quirky lady. Yeah, also with the with the cake and the ice cream. It's really, really funny. <laughs> so come on, you see you see you seem hungry. Have an ice cream. No, it's worms. No, it's, it it looks like you uh could have a cake. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And then he's like, Oh worms again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As if but, he almost believed her. Yeah. <laughs> but we also learned that uh, primary energy is stronger or weaker at different places and times. That's also interesting. And for example, um, the primal energy, the, the ocean primal energy is a high tide. Mm -hmm. The sky uh, is a storm and moon is a full moon. Yeah. That's also... Yeah, pretty interesting. And also, I don't know if this is the scene where we learn that... Um, did you say about moon druids? Dru druids? Moon druids? Yeah, I have in my notes moon druids. I don't know. I'm not Can't sure. Can't remember hmm. what it was. Uh, maybe it was um, like, like a mage, but hmm. with uh, herbs and stuff. Okay, yeah, maybe. I think I missed that. Ah, okay. And we also learn there are six special places where the magic of primal energies are most powerful or pure. For example, yeah, it's called a nexus. And the moon nexus is um, this yeah, lake thing. Mm -hmm, this crater. Yeah, where, where yeah. it reflects the moon perfectly and fills the lake with the moon race or whatever mm -hmm. yeah and there's also some so it has to do with the title i guess a secret mm. in a spark because she explains to uh Callum, you can't do primal magic because you weren't born connected to primal source so and he asked what this means and everything and she explained uh, all creatures are born with this connection And it's a piece of it inside them called an arcanum. Mm -hmm. And it's the secret of the primal or its meaning. And uh, this secret becomes a spark. The tiniest possible flicker of a primal source inside you, but enough to ignite the world with its magic. And I think this is, yeah, this is the title, obviously, but also because in the next scene, Or one of the next scenes, we see um, Callum on the tr on the bed. Yeah, and with his cube. Yeah, with the cube, and then he believes in his uh, in himself, and you know there's a he got the secret from Lujane, mm -hmm. and there's a spark in him, he, mm -hmm. like this. Okay, I want to learn magic. I I want to do it without black uh, dark magic. Uh, so I think the, it, it it has a double meaning. Mm. Like, so I that he's always. yeah he's got the secret, so he's trying to get the spark so that he exactly. can do the magic. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of a sad moment because uh, it glows for uh, the dragon mm -hmm. and it glows for bait, but it doesn't glow yeah. for him. Yeah, but it's also a cute uh, scene where they are lying in bed, the animals and ass sleeping. Mm. and he's just like come on 
why don't I glow? Mm -hmm. Or why, why does the cube doesn't glow for me? Yeah, it's sad. Yeah, and he's, also, he's having a tough time with that fact, or with what mm -hmm. he's been learning from Lu Jane. Um, and before that, when they, he was outside with Ezrin, and Ezrin was also a bit down because he's not doing very well with Zim, or Zim's mm -hmm. not flying yet. And uh, we have this moment where Ezrin's telling uh, Zim that we'll get there no matter how impossible it seems and stuff. And Callum's listening and then he's like, yeah. <laughs> and he gets yeah, some motivation. But This is the spark, I, I think, yeah. Yeah, and from that then, yeah, he gets this lots of information about the moon from, from Lu Jane. So, so what I, uh, from the, this new book, uh, from the art of the dragon prince, there's a whole page of information about, it's called a spotlight on the moon. And so I'm just going to read it out. So we have a bit more information than we have from Lu Jane about okay. the moon primal source. Cool. Uh, it has a quote from Lu Jane, which is from this episode, I think, so I'll read that out first. Most people believe that reality is truth and appearances are deceiving, but we can only truly know the appearance itself. You can never touch the so-called reality that lies just beyond the reach of your own perception. I think that's what she said, or part of what yeah. she said to Callum. So the explanation goes, from new to full... The moon itself follows an endless cycle of light to darkness, and darkness to light. Two fundamentally opposed forces, existing in parallel harmony. The primal source of the moon deals in reflections, phases, and dualities, truth and lies, life and death, reality and illusion. Moon mages understand that all shadows are born of light, and to reach for light is to cast a shadow. Moon magic too is cyclical in nature, strongest under a full moon and weakest during the new. Some great moon mages are illusion uh, illusionists, using their powers to befuddle and confuse their enemies' senses. Simple illusion spells <laughs> can fool the eyes and ears, but more powerful illusions can mimic, mimic even taste or touch. It's no surprise that those connected to the moon do not trust easily. Moonshadow elves in particular place deep value in oaths and blood promises, knowing that trust and perception are easy, easily manipulated. In places where the energy of the moon is highly concentrated, the veil between life and death can thin, allowing the living and the dead alike to glimpse the other side. Mages can conjure flickers of the past, restless spirits can be put to rest, and the living can bid final farewells to the lost. That's really interesting, the, the last bit. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's what she meant by at the moon nexus they could open a door into another plane to mm. like to the dead or something. Yeah. Yeah, really interesting. Yeah. Cool. And interesting as well that then at the nexus where the energy of the moon is highly concentrated. Um, it's interesting that then Harrow's death is such a big topic while they're there. True. Like that he's yeah. kind of closer somehow or something. Hmm. Anyway. Yeah, really cool. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> Thank you to the people who wrote the book. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, so I saw one, one thing that I want to mention. Uh, the sentence, after all, you're only human. Hmm. It's, yeah, it's it's hard. It's hard for Callum. It is hard for Callum. He's found his thing. Yeah. And now it seems he's lost it again. Yeah. But, you know, he's only human, but also Ez is only human, and they're really great and doing something amazing for the world, so, you know, being only human isn't so bad, <laughs> I think. Yeah, yeah. True. But yeah, poor Callum. Losing hope. Yeah. Yeah, so, okay. I think that's it. everything from the episode. Uh, not quite. So I have still um, the Ocarina of Time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It reminded me of the game, sorry. But... It it was hilarious that it's like Zelda. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so we see Claudia and Soren appear and Rayla really tired and Soren is lifting his sword and then ending credits. Mm -hmm. It doesn't look good for Rayla at that point. Yeah, exactly. Okay, let's move on to the next episode. <laughs> Half Moon Lies. Half Moon Lies. Yeah. So, so can we talk about the title first, maybe? Sure. There, there, so in the in the book, there was a sentence about Half Moon, or um, not Half Moon, but Full Moon. And I think it's it's also connected to the to this episode or chapter. Yeah. And. Yeah, light only falls on half its face right now, but that doesn't mean the other half isn't there. Yeah. And yeah, it's it's um it's not a lie, but maybe it's a secret, maybe mm -hmm. from from Vela mm -hmm. about King Harrow. Yeah, and it's it's cool that we only see a half moon actually. So it's yeah. it's not a full moon. And I kinda wonder what uh, whether the moon nexus, the lake is full or only half full, you know? Hmm. If it goes up and down with the yeah. cycle of the moon. I don't know. Hmm. Don't know how this magic works. Hmm. But I, I kind of thought it just sits there and reflects. <laughs> the lake is just like a vessel yeah. for the moonlight and not necessarily doing anything with it. But, hmm. but it could be. Yeah. And yeah, a strong sentence uh, I want to mention. Real trust is about accepting even the dark parts we we will never know. Good mm. sentence. It is a good sentence. Um, but it's this is from Blue Jane trying to uh, give Rayla advice, <laughs> yeah. right? But the advice she's giving her is that you don't have to tell everything for someone to trust <laughs> <Yeah>. you. <laughs> Which Rayla takes as bad advice because she's like, no, you should just be honest, you know, with your friends yeah. and stuff. But but it's a really poetic sentence. It's really, yeah, <laughs> it it's well put together. She's obviously said it quite a lot of times to her previous husbands. <laughs> what? Or they said it to her or something. I don't know. Yeah. She said that uh, Rayla sounds ah, like okay. her th past yeah. three husbands. Okay. True. <laughs> 
because Rayla's wanting to tell the truth and Luke, Luke Jane's all about the illusions. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So let's start with Viren again. Okay. We don't see Viren that much, huh? No. I think twice. Yeah, we see um, Gren. <laughs> Good morning, I assume. <laughs> Doesn't know what time Good it whatever is. Whatever time it is. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. I might start using that instead of saying good morning or whatever. Good whatever time it is. Yeah. Gren's starting to get some stubble. Yeah, true. On his chin. And Viren just kind of ignores him, right? Mm -hmm. Just walks by. Yeah. As if he's not there. Uh, we get a really, really emotional moment when Viren's uh, working on, on the mirror. And then he starts shouting at himself, like, at, at his own reflection. Mm -hmm. Like, he, he gets really frustrated with it. But then you just see him and you see his reflection shouting at himself. You are powerless. Useless. I thought you were going to be something important. Yeah. <laughs> and that was really, like, really clever, I thought. Because he's disappointed in himself. Ah, okay. I okay. I I th uh, thought it was uh, to the mirror. Yeah, I think it's both. Yeah, but, yeah. But the way you see yeah. his face, like, and he's like True. looking into his own eyes, shouting this. I yeah. feel like yeah. he's also yeah. disappointed in himself. Yeah, and I thought he would destroy the mirror actually. Hmm. So he destroyed everything else. Uh, what spell did he use on the mirror? Before uh, he started shouting he, it. <laughs> yeah. So he he uh, had a potion and he set a revealing spell. Zigam roll laver. Reveal your magic. Hmm. And actually it's from the uh, page of Claudia in the wiki. Hmm. Because, uh, yeah, Raven didn't have the spell in his uh, entry. Hmm. Um, and this is a crazy moment where he puts the potion in his eye mm. and yeah, the eyes turn black and it's, it's wobbly, wobbly uh, uh, scene or something. Mm -hmm. And yeah, he looks at the mirror and he doesn't, it, do, it didn't change anything. And then, then he has his temper tantrum and burns everything yeah, down. exactly. Yeah. And then when everything is in dark, there's light coming out of the mirror. It's all about light and dark. <laughs> yeah. Black and white. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Shadow and... It's another place. You can see a room. Mm -hmm. I'm wondering if the spell worked or if he just never looked at the mirror in the dark and it had yeah. nothing to do with the spell he did. I think uh, since his vision was uh, okay after a few seconds, so he didn't have black eyes anymore, mm. I think it's uh, because of the missing light. Mm -hmm. It would have saved them a lot of time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, The mirror reflected the light. And doesn't reflect yeah. the dark. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, crazy. But there's also one thing I want to mention in this scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, when Viren enters the chamber, uh, where actually it was the chamber of the 
of Hunan, we see the the hand bondage thingies. <laughs> the kind of handcuffs on the Cuffs, wall. Yeah. Handcuffs, exactly. And this is a sad moment mm. because we may, I think we also see the uh, bag with the coins ah, on the table. Okay. I didn't notice so that. So it's like we, we see the, the camera is looking through the handcuffs onto the table mm. with the coins. And we still don't know the answer to the question if when he did this magic to put him in the coin, if his body like went in there as well. Mm -hmm. We don't know what happened to his body, huh? Mm. Be interested to know if the if the handcuffs were still closed because that would be a kind of clue. Yeah, they were closed, I think. Ah, okay. So maybe all of him is in the coin. Yeah. Hmm. I think I I can't remember. I'm yeah. curious about it. Yeah. Sad about Runan. I mean, he was a bit grumpy and stuff, but didn't want him to be made into a weird, creepy coin. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, on to the Team Sim. Team Sim. So the, the the chapter begins from the scene at the end of the last chapter with Rayla collapsed on the floor sleeping and Saren doesn't want to kill Rayla in her sleep. Mm -hmm. It's not sporting. So he still has Anna left. Yeah, but it's it's a really good... It's a comedy moment. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. okay, how long do you need for her to be awake before it's uh, <laughs> acceptable? <laughs> and he just needs one second of her being awake. Yeah. Um, and then when we get this fight between Rayla and Soren. Which is awesome. Which is <laughs> it's also really funny. <laughs> because we get Soren uh, doing his fancy swords. And saying like, huh, huh, huh. <laughs> and Rayla's just waiting for something to happen. Are we gonna fight or is this a talent show? <laughs> exactly. But he's really having fun. Yeah. Like, there's that moment and then uh, he goes at her with the sword and she jumps out of the way. And then he, he stops and he takes a moment and he's like, huh, and he smiles like, oh, this is great. <laughs> Yeah, fighting again. It's what, what he's been uh, training for. And at the, the beginning, time. Claudia seems really helpless. So when they start fighting, she she's yeah. like, oh, what's going on? What should I do? You know? Yeah, it's not what she expected. At all, no. No. Why is she awake? What, uh, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so apparently... If, so listeners out there if someone's trying to put a sleeping spell on you you just need to poke yourself with something sharp yeah to exactly. keep yourself awake it's now really good know. it's really good yeah so Rayla must have known about the sleeping spell or the ocarina or something because she she searched for uh, uh roses with thorns yeah and yeah used the yeah thorn. and she managed to do it in time yeah Exactly. Which saved her life. So that's good. Uh, we have another callback to the first chapter, I think, of season one. Um, or the second chapter, I don't know. When the when the Moonshadow moon Elves finally uh, attack the castle and stuff. Rayla sweeps 
sweeps the leg. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sweeps Soren's leg, and he tells her that this <laughs> sweep the leg is not a thing in sword fighting. <laughs> Which he already uh, he already told Callum in yeah. the first epi- episode yeah. of the first season. But it was a good move because mm-hmm. she swept the leg and then she tripped him, tripped him over while he was being obnoxious. Yeah. But then we get Rayla ends up in the mud, and we get this new spell from Claudia. Mm-hmm. A heating spell. Latem et tai hakur knirub. It's really hard to spell. Burning touch, heat the metal. Burning touch? Heat the metal. Heat the metal. Okay. It's very specific. Dark magic spells. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so she, she drops her swords because they're too hot. And then, uh, <laughs> and then she ends up flinging hot mud at Sorin. And, and then Callum stops them fighting. But the, the thing that Sorin is most upset about is that he got mud in his mouth. <laughs> yeah. Really good. Poor Sorin. That's not sporting. <laughs> it's not sporting at all, no. Everything is okay, but mud in the face, no go. No, that's over the line. So, and uh, Sorin and Claudia didn't know about the princess and stuff. Uh, so, there's a lot of um, uh, explaining to do. Mm. So, Rayla is the new friend, and they are also old friends, and they don't have to kill each other. At least not to tonight, but in the morning, they can kill each other. Sorry. Yep. And they uh, quite calmly agree to just sleep on it. Exactly. And we see Soren and Rayla are both annoyed about Claudia and Callum. Yes. <laughs> when they flirt with each other. <laughs> that, that great shot of their faces. Yeah. Just at the same time, like, <laughs> It's very good. It's, it's I'd like to think it's a bonding... Board. Yeah, exactly. Huh? Yeah, yeah. That's what I want to say. A short friend uh, as enemies moment. Yeah. Bonding moment. I have yeah. The same reaction to what's going on. Yeah. Um, and then and Callum's trying to look good the whole time and impress Claudia. I, I guess that's the next morning already. Yeah. You chained her to a wall. You stole her primate stone. You destroyed her <laughs> exactly. primate stone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But how does my hair look? <laughs> Yeah, he's 14, you know. Priorities. (laughs) Yeah, and we get this conversation between Sorin and Claudia. And I I missed this the first time, the first times I saw it. But Sorin thinks that the princes have moonshadow madness. (laughs) That they've been bitten by Rayla. And they're like crazy from her elf bite. Yeah. (laughs) Which... I found a really interesting theory, um, and uh, and when Claudia asks him how how he knows about Moonshadow Madness, he says he heard about it at camp. <laughs> <laughs> also, really cool. Yeah. So now we know Soren went to camp yeah. in the summer times. True. Yeah, just Soren's ideas are great. You know, like oh, let's just stuff them in sacks <laughs> or. You know, yeah. and then oh, we need to butter them up. Like, what does that even mean? <laughs> I think he means butter them up like B 
beat them up, maybe? Like, I think it's more like we need to get them to trust us. Okay. So to butter them up, to make to, them, to soften them to up. To pamper them, maybe? Yeah, something like that, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, and Claudia takes it then, literally, and makes pancakes. Yeah, this was really awesome. Yeah. And on but the also, table, there's a big stick of butter. <laughs> exactly. And with the nose thing again, you know? Like, yeah, with the says, nose that. Mm. He says, uh, yeah. we need to butter him up. And he's like, uh, she's like, oh, that's a great idea. Yeah. And does the nose thing. And he's like, what are you doing? Okay, but yes, you're right. <laughs> he just does like a yeah move. Yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. The dark magic pancakes are delicious and impossibly fluffy, mm -hmm. um, which everybody really enjoys <laughs> until they find out that they're made of dark magic. A hint. Uh, <laughs> A hint I, I'm not sure magic. if everybody is um, doesn't want to eat anymore. Uh, we only see Asim Callum putting their t uh, plates away. I think Rayla as well. Yeah. Okay, I think maybe. Ellis keep, keeps eating them, but she doesn't really know about dark magic yeah okay could be yeah true and Ellis doesn't seem that picky about food I mean when they were having the illusion pie she ate yeah exactly she loved it even though she knew it was grubs yeah true she's just an optimist <laughs> everything is going to be alright except for calling your pets a silly name <laughs> that's <laughs> a serious matter <laughs> and uh, we talked about in another episode about uh, using animal products, so whether they are vegetarian or vegan or something. Mm -hmm. And here we, we see them eating animal products, at least milk, butter, and eggs. True. Yeah. Unless the butter is, like, vegan alternative butter. We don't know. <laughs> ah, no, no. <laughs> we see uh, in, in, the, in the outro, we see uh, eggshells. So at least uh, the eggs okay. are real eggs. Mm -hmm. And I think also the butter is made from cow milk. Do you think Claudia just happened to have eggs and milk and butter with her? <laughs> I have no idea. I have no idea. Or maybe she used dark magic to summon it from somewhere. Yeah. I'm always running this in also other uh, series. Mm. So there's a fantasy world going on and ta-da, normal food. Where does yeah. it come from? What the fuck? Yeah, Lou Jane's food made more sense. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> she just found lots of grubs and made illusions out of it. But maybe, uh, maybe Claudia has some sort of Accio spell. Like Harry Potter? Yeah. Yeah. For bringing the things she needs. <laughs> but I don't know. We haven't seen it, so I'm, I'm, uh, I'm not sure about that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then we see... Um... So she she was um, looking for the egg, like the the big egg, mm -hmm. the dragon the egg. The dragon egg. And then uh, they reveal Sim, and this is the best moment. Claudia is in love with big hard eyes, and it's <laughs> yeah. so cool. And she she does uh, she she has um, or she talks in baby talk. It's so awesome. Yeah, it's it's uh it's hilarious. <laughs> and then she tries to touch him and, and Rayla just slaps her hand away. True. 
also a really good moment. Yeah. Okay, I want to do the baby talk. Oh, it's a baby dragon. And but right now he's so little. He's so little. Which is what Ezrin says in the last chapter as well. Oh, okay. He also says he's so little. Like he can't fly yet. Ah, okay. Can't so remember. They both say it, which is nice. Cute. Yeah. So after this we have more of uh of Sauron's idea, ideas. Mm-hmm. When he's talking to Claudia again, he's he, he tells her like, "Hey, you squash innocent creatures to make pancakes. Maybe it's my it, maybe it's time for my way, like punching and stuff." <laughs> and then he's thinking more and more about the like how to butter them up and how accidents can happen. And he comes up with this slidey sling of fast rope. Yeah, to uh, put Ezrin in danger at least. Callum's busy; he doesn't have time for the slidey slingo fast rope. <laughs> it's a great name. It was a f- funny moment as well because somebody said something about, "Oh, you made like a line that you can just zip down," <laughs> and instead of saying, "Yeah, it's like a zip line," he invents his long name. Slidey slingo fast rope. Yeah. It's a very descriptive. It could be a German word. It's long enough. <laughs> True. With lots of connecting lots of connecting words. Yeah. Uh, but before we, we also have the scene uh, where they talk, also Claudia and Soren talk about beating them up, punching, blah blah blah. We need something stronger than muscles. Magic muscles. Trust. And then the next mm-hmm. scene, we can't trust them. Yeah. This is a uh, yeah, really good connection. Überleitung. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, connection. Yeah. Yeah, but he uh, he doesn't manage to do them any damage. Mm-hmm. He doesn't manage to kill Ezrin on the, on the zipline uh, because of Rayla. Yeah. Yeah, Rayla can see through what's going on there. It's also a great scene uh, where the, the thing is loose and he has to ride because of Rayla mm-hmm. and he's like double checking it and uh, enforcing it even more into the three and yeah. Yeah. It's kind of cute. It's funny, his his whole construction, like it makes sense that mm-hmm. you would build something like that if you want it to fail. Yeah. Oh, that was the cat. Um, But yeah, if you were building something like that, you wouldn't attach it to a weird pin on the tree. You'd, like, tie it to the tree. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Um, so I think uh, Rayla's right to find it suspicious. Exactly. It's definitely not safe. <laughs> At all, yeah. Mm-hmm. So we also get Claudia then... Annoying Lou Jane. Mm-hmm. Um, when uh, <laughs> Lou Jane's there and she's like, "Are you real?" <laughs> it's like touching her face and stuff. And Lou Jane's like, "Oh my god, who is this person?" And is just trying to get away from her. And then when she goes away, Claudia's like, "And just like that, she, she disappears." disappears. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she has a very odd 
sense of humor. Yeah. Claudia. True. Also, this place looks really cool. And I think it's inspired by a lot of the rings. And mm. it looks a little bit like uh, like some stones in Skyrim, the game. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's very pretty with all mm. the runes. Yeah, I think it's awesome. Do you think every single one of the runes is a different spell? I think there are different pictures on it. So, yes. Yeah. Hmm. Because there's a hell of a lot of spells then. Mm-hmm. True. And also, yeah, there, there's a... So in my notes, it's primal magic versus dark magic. So yeah, we learn the differences and uh, Callum doesn't want to learn dark magic at all. Yeah, Claudia, she doesn't bother. Yeah, she she's okay about it. Yeah. Like, she's not okay with him being so judgmental <laughs> about yeah, it. Yeah, true. But she explains a little bit why why she likes dark magic. That humans were born with nothing, but they can still do amazing things yeah. with dark magic. It's a shame, like, you could use the same explanation to do primal magic with, with primal stones. Yeah. Uh, so it's a shame that she's got this reliance then on dark magic, but you can kind of understand where she's coming from with that. And I think Viren says something very similar in the last um in the last season when he's talking to Harrow as well that it allows you to do amazing things so you should use it you know yeah and maybe it's also harder to come by a primal stone you know yeah so for dark magic you just have to crush uh, insects or stuff hmm yeah okay not stuff but beings <laughs> sorry yeah yeah i know what you mean yeah. uh yeah i think that's probably true but she already, yeah, she had the choice, yeah. actually, in the beginning. She had both things, and she still used dark magic, even when she had the primal stone. But maybe if... Sorry, the cat is being really annoying. <laughs> Can hear her in the background. Um, I closed her in the room, and now she can't get out. Oh, oh. dear. <laughs> maybe if Callum hadn't have taken the primal stone... Maybe she wouldn't have uh, started using so much dark magic. You think? I don't know. It's just a thought. Hmm. But I think I think she was already kind of addicted before. Yeah. I'm very quickly going to let the cat out so that yeah, she's yeah. not going to keep going yeah. on the recording. Yeah. <laughs> Be back in a second. Yeah. How dare I close the door <laughs> to her room? <laughs> To her flat, uh, you mean? Yeah, to the rest of the flat. Oh. Poor cat. And I, I thought um, when Claudia was he uh, holding the moth or whatever in her hand, she was going mm -hmm. to crush it and show Callum something. But she, she has a, I don't know. So she, she's in love with animals. Mm-hmm. But she also, yeah, okay, I have to kill it. Okay, okay. Easy. Yeah, when she needs to use it, yeah. she uses it. But yeah. she can also be nice. Yeah, she snuggles the moth a little bit as well. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And come on, the hard eyes with Sim, come on. Yeah, I guess she's just too heavily influenced from Viren to kind of see that that's um, hypocritical 
that yeah. if she really loves these creatures that she shouldn't just <laughs> squish them. Yeah. It's a tough one. I wish that Claudia would, uh, you know, start learning some primal magic instead, but yeah. it seems like it's pretty hard to change her ways at this point. And she was completely fine by, uh, uh, as she learned that Callum used the primal stone and destroyed it on purpose. Mm. She was completely fine with it. Yeah, that he must have had a good reason. Yeah. Yeah, so maybe she didn't really need it after all. Yeah. If she'd already decided her magical ways. Yeah, I mm. wondered if she was also kind of holding back her real emotions because she was still trying to like trying to butter him up and trying true. to be nice yeah, and yeah, get true. his trust. Yeah. But I think you would have seen a bit more emotion than that. Mm-hmm. If it had really made her angry or something. True. Yeah. But I like that moment between the two of them and like, yeah, I smashed it on purpose. Oh, you must have had a good reason. I really did. (laughs) But why didn't he Uh, say that he used it for Sim? Yeah. So she could understand the reason. Yeah, I guess maybe we already know why he did it. Yeah. Maybe it didn't need saying again for like mm. the viewer audience, and she didn't seem to need more of an explanation. So, yeah. <laughs> okay. So in the last scene, there's a bit of romance going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you just have your hand shadow hold hold my hand shadow? <laughs> or did I? And yeah, they they talk with each other a little bit more and they're holding hands and going up the nexus looking at the lake and then almost kissing when Claudia tells Callum the secret about King Harrow and yeah he's he's in tears going down the stairs to the nexus mm-hmm. and we see Rayla coming towards him and yeah, he says something about the lions. Yeah, he's he's gone. Mm-hmm. And then we know Rayla is in trouble. Yeah, she was too late. But yeah. it seemed like she was really about to tell him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because she also said, "Oh, I've got something to tell you," and then sees yeah. that he's crying. And... and and she says, "Oh no!" Yeah, exactly. Too slow, Rayla. Too slow. Oh. Now Claudia has her hooks in him. Uh, her yeah. trust hooks <laughs> yeah yeah definitely hmm. yeah yeah and that's the end of the second chapter mm-hmm. lots going yeah. on here yeah yeah lots of in both episodes uh truth and lies and light and dark and primal and dark and lots of comparisons and metaphors <laughs> yeah more more yeah. i think more uh dark things than uh hope hopeful things hmm yeah let's see how this goes on yeah i mean also from from the titles like it's all about secrets mm-hmm. secrets and lies and true and stuff yeah but a lot has happened really Mm-hmm. between them in the in the two episodes excited to find out what happens next yeah 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 okay so jelly tarts 
Yes. So, this is uh, cool. Everyone else, stay on your toes. Except you. You work on getting off your toes. toes. Yeah. <laughs> That was um, uh, Rayla, I think. Yeah. And then she points at Zim. Because yeah. he needs to learn how to fly. <laughs> And he yips cheap sheepishly. <laughs> in the subtitles. And yeah, only one left in the first chapter. Ugh, you again. Save it for someone who cares. And walks away. Oh. I can't remember who it was to. No, I'm lost. Who is it? Tell me. So it's Rayla to the spider. Ah, oh, the big spider moment. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I had that in my notes. I completely forgot. And the spider just stands, stands there and whimpers. <laughs> so cute. Yeah. <laughs> True. <laughs> Uh, that's a good moment. Yeah. Okay. So, Charlie Tarts in the first chapter, in the second one. Uh, so, we already had some lines. Hmm. Ah, okay. There's there's one. Don't talk to me until I've had my hot brown morning potion. Come on. It's yeah. Obvious. Yeah. Yeah. Claudia and Soren. I have one, actually. We already kind of talked about it, though. Uh, okay. may maybe you have it too. Dark magic. Uh, do you always whisper like that when you're being judgmental? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, Claudia to Callum. And yeah, mm -hmm. we, we, we uh, yeah, mentioned it, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just didn't say the quote. Yeah. Uh, I have one. I just want to make sure you're still on mission, not just having fun. Uh, you built a zip line today. I took no joy in that. <laughs> yeah, Claudia and Soren. Yeah. And one more. I'm glad my wisdom helped. It didn't. It was wrong. <laughs> yeah, Rayla and Lou Jane. Yeah. Or differently yeah. true. <laughs> Impossible is just another... Uh, Form of possible. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think she, Lou Jane, also says when when Rayla comes. I didn't write it down, uh, but when Rayla comes to ask for advice in the first place, <laughs> Lou Jane says something like, "If it's wisdom you seek, I shall do my best to fake it." <laughs> true, true. Yeah. So she already makes it clear from the beginning that she's not going to give any good advice. <laughs> yeah, true. Good one. <laughs> okay so, so do we maybe have some outros? outros yeah do you also have uh, written them down I didn't write them down but I did okay. watch them so I can join in with your joy <laughs> <laughs> no I thought we, we could uh, share them you know but okay mm, okay oh sorry maybe next time I'll write some down okay Okay, so in the first chapter we see uh, Fifi, Ava, Zim and Bait light up like this. So we have a bigger to smaller being and Zim looking at Bait and Bait is just annoyed as always. Yeah. <laughs> and the, the, the other ones are looking happy and uh, yeah, smiling. And then we see a Sunfire Elf uh, with the awesome blade or sword, which Yeah, I can't remember the name, but you know it. But don't spoil. Okay. Or, or do you want to spoil? No, It's no. It's just a name. 
No more spoilers. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, then we see uh, the photo uh, Viren was holding in his hand uh, of King Harrow, Queen Sarai, Callum, and Baby S. Then we see the stolen wax seal stamp. Then I'm not sure about this. We see two moon elves, and maybe it's Lujane with herself as an illusion playing chess. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. She's playing against herself. Yeah. And we talked about this already the Crow Master uh, and the Crow Lord in the shadow behind him. Mm -hmm. Yeah, really, really dark and cool. Yeah, very cool. And yeah, the second chapter, uh, the outros in the second chapter. So we first see the city guy. I can't remember his name, if he had a name. You know, with the, the... The one with gold hair. With gold hair and the sunfire blade. Mm-hmm. Or half of yeah. it. I don't, yeah, I don't know. I don't think he had a name. I yeah. think we just called him... Angry, uh, angry the... guy. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Mob leader. Sunforge guy. Yeah. Uh, he is pointing to the mountain um, where they are, where, where the team Simma uh, is, to Corvus. So, you know, Corvus is uh, still tracking them. And we also had uh, him in the outros of the last chapters with the snowman, for example, the snow elf. Oh, uh, yeah. He was looking at the footprints or the scratches exactly. of the snowman. Yeah. And now he's in the city and now he's yeah onto them again. Or still, yeah. Exactly. So this is a little bit of story arc going on in the outro even. It's a really nice way of adding a little yeah. extra yeah. extra storyline. Yeah. Yeah. And the next one we see Alice and Ava riding the zip line. Or the uh sorry. The how's it called? Slidey slingo fast rope. Thank you. Yeah, exactly. Then we see young Callum uh, giving flowers to young Claudia. And I think Claudia has a book in her hand about uh wagons, dragons. <laughs> Like cute dragons? I don't know. <laughs> okay. I didn't look that close. Yeah, I looked a little bit uh, scribbly. <laughs> Couldn't figure it out. I don't know. I just assumed. And the next one is this uh, is a just a scroll with the wax seal of the king. I don't know what's in there. Maybe it's the letter King Harrow gave Callum. Uh, maybe. Could be. Yeah, or it's just it was just uh, uh, from Viren for the pentacle. Yeah, the letters that Viren's, Viren's writing, maybe. Yeah. Then we see Hera and Colum sitting in a uh, on a dock with the feet in the water. Oh, that was really nice. Yeah. 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 And the last one, Claudia with dark eyes baking pancakes with crushed insects and eggshells and everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dark magic pancakes yeah yeah that was the outros that was everything okay cool then I guess we're done we're done after one and a half uh, hour yes Krass. wow yeah. okay thanks for listening uh, we've been news from the breach you can find us on twitter and on our website newsfromthebreach.com and Spotify and in all those places I wish you 
a lovely day, evening, morning, good whatever time it is. Yeah. Okay. Goodbye. Goodbye.